Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. If you're just tuning in for the first time, here's the deal. We're telling the stories of women from throughout history and around the world, who you may not know about but definitely should. Each month is themed, and in honor of Women's History Month, March is all about feminists, women who fought for gender equity. Our feminist today was a suffragist, women's rights activist, and political strategist. She brought a more militant fight for the vote to the U.S. and steered the movement for an equal rights amendment. Let's talk about the one and only Alice Paul. Alice Paul was born on January 11, 1885, in Mount Laurel, New Jersey, to William and Tacey Paul. Alice was the eldest of four children and was raised in very comfortable surroundings. The Paul family practiced the Quaker faith. Alice later cited the Quaker belief in gender equity as formative in her strong drive towards promoting women's equality. Her mother, Tacey, also had a major impact on Alice's later work. Tacey was a suffragist and a member of the National American Women's Suffrage Association herself. Alice attended Swarthmore College and graduated with a degree in biology. While there, she participated in a variety of extracurricular activities. She was a member of student government, and she played field hockey, tennis, and basketball. She was also a celebrated poet and was her class's commencement speaker. In 1907, Alice traveled to England to work at the Woodbrook Settlement. While there, she met Christabel Pankhurst, who we talked about last week. Christabel introduced Alice to England's suffrage movement. It was more militant than what Alice had seen in the U.S. The British women fought under the motto, Deeds, Not Words, and took the words to heart. They smashed windows and went on hunger strikes, among other tactics. Alice joined the cause, later saying she broke more than 48 windows and was imprisoned multiple times. Alice returned to the U.S. in 1910 and got to work pushing the more radical suffrage agenda she brought back from across the Atlantic. In 1913, Alice organized a suffrage parade. Woodrow Wilson had just been elected, and Alice planned her march for the day before his inauguration, purposefully stealing attention away from the president. She succeeded in making the suffrage movement front-page news, but she also made the very problematic decision to ask black women to march at the back of the parade. She failed to appreciate the importance of the diverse movement, instead focusing primarily on white women. This is a mistake she would go on to repeat throughout her life. In 1914, Alice founded the National Woman's Party. She was incredibly good at rousing attention for her cause. Members of the National Woman's Party were the first people to ever picket in front of the White House. During 1917, they picketed six days a week. After women won the right to vote with the passage of the 19th Amendment in 1920, the National Woman's Party had to decide what to focus on next. Alice was lobbied to work on expanding voting rights more broadly. Instead, she turned her attention to expanding women's rights outside of the electoral sphere. In 1923, Alice wrote the Equal Rights Amendment to the U.S. Constitution to guarantee equal rights to all American women. She actually went to law school in order to be qualified to write its language. The ERA was introduced in Congress continually until it finally passed in 1972. Still, The amendment hasn't officially been added to the U.S. Constitution because until recently, it lacked ratification from the required numbers of states. Today, it's actually the closest it's ever been. The ERA's tale is a long and wild story that warrants its own whole podcast. In fact, 
we've made one. It's called Ordinary Equality, and it's available wherever you listen. Alice passed away on July 9, 1977. She was 92 years old. Alice Paul fought tirelessly for women's legal progress and equity in the U.S. She's not a perfect hero. Rather, she's a leader who changed the course of our country's history, while also having her fair share of flaws. For more, I really do recommend you check out Episode 3 of Ordinary Equality. All month, we're talking about feminists. We've covered feminists in every theme so far. What differentiates this month is that we'll be looking at women who were particularly important to the women's rights movement, the suffrage movement, and or modern feminism and feminist theory. On Saturdays, we're talking about modern feminists brought to you by this month's sponsor, Fiverr. On Sundays, we're highlighting favorite feminists from past months, chosen by other podcast hosts we love. This month of Encyclopedia Womanica is brought to you by Fiverr, an online digital services marketplace connecting businesses with women who are creating, designing, copywriting, programming, editing, and more. Fiverr is here to support the world's freelance community during these challenging and uncertain times when businesses need to adapt in the face of the corona pandemic. Women are an integral part of Fiverr's platform, many having worked with some of the most influential brands in the world. Fiverr is here to support all freelancers, entrepreneurs, and businesses at this time. Fiverr operates in over 160 countries and offers digital services across 300 categories. So there are clearly lots of opportunities to change how the world works together with Fiverr in these unprecedented times. Head to fiverr.com to see how Fiverr might be able to support you or your business. That's fiverr.com. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.